You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for Jesus who is enthroned as our Lord. We thank you for the presence of his spirit in this place. We thank you by that same spirit, utterance has been granted to speak your word in accuracy, with simplicity, and in power. And we thank you, our hearts are established in the grace of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, you may all be seated. I want to thank you once again for inviting me for your convention. All right. Let's turn to the book of First Peter, I believe, First Peter. Convention is about the living word of God. And yesterday we started speaking about the four different um, types of prayer and the process that is involved in that. And this morning, um, this evening, I want to read, sorry, I think it's Second Peter, sorry, chapter 1, not 1 Peter, Second Peter chapter 1. All right, from first Peter, um, Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 16. Right. I want to look at the place of the living word as I con- concentrate on that prayer of consecration and a dedication that produces the knowledge of God's will, what has been referred to this evening as the light of God. That the Bible says that the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep, and then God has said, Let there be light. And then after light was now created, the spirit of faith now took over where God started speaking forth in a to matter the existence of things. So look at that creation of light on the inside of us. How it's created within us as we face or we begin to pray, just to make us understand this, we'll just use a practical example of you having a project that is before you, a dream that you have now committed unto God, and therefore you are on that journey of faith. Like we said yesterday, first thing that you want to do is to spend some time praying the prayer of consecration in order for you to know what the will of God is in the matter. But I just want to take us this evening through certain um, um, the practice of it. What really happens in that journey and how you respond correctly to it. Now, Peter was saying something here just before he went home to be with the Lord. And these were the final words of Peter to the church. And in verse 12, 
He said, wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of those things. Though you know these things, and though you are established in the present truth, I think it meet or proper as long as I am in this body to steer you up by putting you in remembrance. Knowing that shortly I must put off this tabernacle even as the Lord Jesus Christ has shown me. So Jesus had shown Peter that he was sooner going to leave the earth. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able, after my days age, to know these things or to have these things always in remembrance. So Peter said, in order for them to always have it in remembrance, I am writing this letter so you can always read it. For you have not followed, or we have not followed cunningly devised fables. When we made known unto you. Now Peter was saying something strong here. That Christianity is not a cunningly devised fable. It is not something that we just fashioned out and just tried to build a doctrine. But we made known unto you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him on the holy mountain. But now he was telling them something. That Jesus Christ received power and glory through that voice. And we were there physically with him when that voice was heard and there was a transference of honor and glory through those words. But what we are saying, this is what Peter is saying here, that we have a more sure word of prophecy. Which means that there is something that is more certain than that voice we heard from heaven. When we heard that voice, it was a loud voice. It was dramatic. But there is something on the earth that is available to you that will transfer that same honor and glory into your own life. That this is the basis of this faith. That is not a cunningly devised fable. It's not just some theory that we have worked out. But the power and the glory of God is contained in this. That we have a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you will do well that you take heed unto it. As a light, note that, that shineth in a dark place. It is not a light that shines in a bright place. But it's a light that shines in a dark place. Which means it's almost like a light 
that comes on when darkness sets into your life. So once the days of darkness seemingly set in, this light will shine forth in a dark place until the day dawns and the day star arises inside your heart. One thing you must understand was that when Jesus was born, they saw the stars, a star in the heavens, which were the wise men. Then they decided to follow natural order and entered into the house or the palace of Herod the king. The minute they entered the palace of Herod, the star disappeared. When they came out of Herod's palace, the star appeared again, and then they followed that star to the physical manifestation, which was Jesus. And when we depend on men, what happens, and we enter into the palaces of men, the day star on the inside disappears. It is as we depend upon God, and this principle here, because a lot of times, once darkness sets in, we run into the place of power, naturally speaking, instead of knowing that, that's when the light of God comes on. And it says, knowing this first, now this is what you must do, that no prophecy of scripture is of private interpretation. Which means that once the darkness sets, this is all you needed to know for you to operate in that light. You cannot manipulate the prophecy. Every situation a man gets himself or woman in, there is a prophetic word for that situation. That word is of no private interpretation, which means that what God has designed for that situation is what is described in that word of prophecy. You cannot make it say what you want it to say. It says what God intends to happen. So the spirit of surrender is the gateway to revelation. Which means if I will accept what God intends, I will hear what he is saying. If I will surrender my will unto him, his light will dawn in that situation. That no prophecies or private interpretation, but it tells us, for prophecy came not of old by the will of man, but holy men spoke as they were moved, the Bible says, with the Holy Ghost. The same way the Spirit of God moved over the face of the deep, when darkness covered the face of the deep, and God said, let there be light, the Spirit also is moving. And this one, look at this evening, where God now wants to create light on the inside of you. So once you start out with this vision, with this goal, this thing that you intend, all right, deep down on the inside of yourself, and you start offering up prayer unto God, in the process of manifestation, it will get dark before light dawns. 
which means that as God begins to lead you, and here is where a lot of people miss out on things and abort what is going on. Before you get to the promised land, your God will lead you into the wilderness. It wasn't the devil that led Jesus into the wilderness. The Spirit of God led him into the wilderness, but when he was there, he was tempted of the devil. Now, what happens is that God leads you into a situation, but then the devil comes to tempt you to make you think that he is the one that is in control here and that it is his own program that is going on in this particular place and therefore wants you to abort what God is doing by thinking that God is not in control. Now we're going to look at Romans chapter 8, how we have the manifestation of the sons of God. But what you need to understand is no prophecy of scripture is by, let's say, none. No prophecy of scripture came by the will of man. Which means that Abraham did not. Yes, they saw this. Abraham did not will to become a father of many nations. It was in the program of God. These things are not willed by you. What you have willed, and there's nothing wrong with this, is that you might have willed. Now, there's nothing wrong with this. We are not taking you, taking you out of the picture, all right? We are not taking your goal out of the picture in order for the kingdom of God to be made manifest. We are not taking away your individuality in order for Christ to be seen on the inside of you. Christ wants to be made manifest in your own life. When they asked the famous gospel singer, Kaman, his most powerful song, he said it's this one because it has all of me and all of God. If you sing all about Jesus, but you are not there, it won't be powerful. Jesus wants to manifest himself in your own individuality, which means that if you have a dream to be a billionaire, God is not disturbed or intimidated by that. All we are saying is that the word and the will of God will come to pass in your life. There is no problem with you building your own house. All he's saying is, I will help you to build that house if you decide to build my own house. Which means both houses will be built together. Your dream will be fulfilled but God's dream will be fulfilled also inside your own dream. So there will be a emergence of your own will. That's why Jesus said, you will ask what you will and it shall be done of my father. But his words will abide in you, which is, your father knows you have need of these things, but seek ye first his kingdom. He won't take those things away, but those things shall be what? Added unto you. So all we are saying is that you are going through the process now to discover destiny. Are you following what I'm saying here? You understand this? So if you raise up and start praying now about certain things, God will lead you into certain places so that he will be able to give birth in your own life 
took his own child within you. Now look at Romans chapter 8. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.